Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 178th or 9th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I fixed the audio. Uh, I'm not working. Anyway, I just I just listened to like the start of last week's pod, and it sounds like I'm doing a podcast from three rooms away. So, um, anyway, we're we're back. I got the boys here with me. We're uh, we're we're podding again. I'm back in the lab. I got my mic. And turn your bass up. Pump pump it up. Um, pump pump it up. I had a good day today. I. So we didn't pod last night because both my boys' birthdays were this weekend. Happy and birthday. I got I got behind on work and had a presentation today for uh, a big sales pitch thing. And uh, it went well. Thanks for asking. Um, and uh, and just so happens the entire NFL world fucking got turned upside flip turned upside down today. And so we didn't have to do an emergency pod. We didn't have to do two pods in, in two days. Um, we're just here. And we'll start. Uh, the 49ers signed a guard from the Bengals practice squad, Keaton Sutherland. Big news. The name on everybody's tongue. Keaton. Right? What's his name? <laughs> Keaton Sutherland. Uh, yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Waiting a day. Things just line up. Keaton Sutherland. Big news. So anyway, we're going to go through his combine tape uh, from four years ago. His measurables and uh, some of his game film from the last month. And uh, anyway, so. Okay, enough of that bullshit. Uh, I don't know. I don't, Guys, I don't. If I hope you don't get your news from the podcast, but. If you're a Seahawks fan and you're just hearing this now, oh, you man. may want to sit down. <laughs> Maybe you just go, ch- <laughs> Maybe you just go check out Nacho's story real quick. Yeah. 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 If you want a little flavor of what you're about to get from this podcast, just go live in my story and just play that back. <laughs> Jeez. Seahawks fans, are, Seahawks fans are down bad right now. I think I think that's what the kids say. They're They're down bad. Well, did you see what happened just recently within the last hour? Bobby Wagner. Bobby yeah. Wagner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I didn't know they drafted both those guys in like the same draft or got them in the same day or whatever. Yeah. Those were the two uh, longest tenured Seahawks, both gone on the same day. Nobody left from the 2013 championship squad. What about, what about Pete? The Legion of Boom. Hey, Pete. Pete's still there. The 71 year old I mean, coach is still there. Does Pete know he's still there? He's still smiling, chewing gum, clapping. Right, but like, you know, it's your Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's takes your newest memories first. Oof. Terrible disease. It is. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I, I'm just going to tie both big stories together in one little bow here for a second so russell wilson is traded for two first round picks for the fucking 
barn, man. Utah, give me two. Two second-round picks. Jesus Christ. A fifth-round pick. Drew DJ Drew Locke. Some guy named Shelby Harris and Noah Fant, who I'm aware of, and he was supposed to be good. Um, and we're meant to believe that the Broncos. So this only happened after everything came out that Rogers was sticking with the Packers. So Rogers is the first domino. He says he's going to stick with the Packers. Hours later, Broncos and and Seahawks pull off this trade. Now we're the Broncos would like us to believe that. They were not in on Rodgers. Probably Russell was their their first and only guy they were after, and they had their eye on him the whole time. Uh huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't buy that for two seconds. Uh, the timing doesn't back that up. But I guess what we're supposed to believe is that even if that was the offer, two ones, two twos, a fifth, a backup quarterback, Shelby Harris, I think is a D lineman, and then Noah Fant. The Packers turned all of that down and and likely more just to avoid ever having to watch Jordan Love throw another pass in a Green Bay uniform. <laughs> they looked all they looked that entire pack. Oh, and they and when they, they're throwing in fifty million dollars a year for Aaron Rodgers, allegedly. He's denying it in his like kind of you know playing word game semantic bullshit with like quite haven't quite signed it the this isn't quite accurate you know kind of he can be such a douchebag sometimes um but the the packers turned that down turned down that package from the broncos because they've seen jordan love up close for two years now and they're like there's no fucking way we can pull this off we can't actually go from Aaron Rodgers down to Jordan Love. And so, so Jordan Love's going to get traded. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's got to be on his way out, I would think, right? I mean, if you're his representation, you're demanding a trade at this point. Unless he sucks. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I'll be the backup quarterback. For another two, four years. He's go the yeah. Matt Flynn route. Just kind of never be, just never be a starter. Chase Daniel route. It's a for a first round pick, man. A guy you traded up for with the intention of moving Rogers on. Yeah, such a that's such a bad look. And then Rogers Rogers has won this ten times over. And and Rogers has gone back to back MVP since they drafted him. Right. Forget the playoff losses. I won't, but forget the playoff losses. Rodgers is basically like he's he's ruined Jordan Love's career. Although I I mean I guess my argument is that if Jordan Love were better, and I've made this argument on this podcast before. Yeah. Is that if Jordan Love was better, the Broncos take that deal. Oh, 100 percent And 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 Green Bay was moving on. Yeah, in their head they'd moved on, right? Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll do one. They're they're gonna do the they were gonna do the Mahomes route, right? The same thing the Niners just did with Jimmy. They're gonna they're gonna run it out one more year, trade Rodgers after the season, 
install the rookie, save the cap space, build a monster team around him, and reopen and keep the championship window open. Yeah, that was the plan. Didn't work out. So now they just paid a lot of money for Rodgers. And they're the same team. Yeah, with less cap room. Yeah, like you can't can't go out out and get weapons. We talked about this last time. Like, doesn't he take less? Doesn't he go Brady style? Take less, get get the weapons he needs to win a Super Bowl and not lose another NFC championship game? Nope. He gets the bag, baby. I mean, he didn't even get married. There's nothing it's not like he's even gonna have to split it up in a divorce. Like they just they just called off the engagement. He doesn't need the money. He's gonna miss that second ring way more than he's gonna miss the twenty five million per year. I've seen how that guy dresses. He doesn't he's not spending the money. Yeah, I don't get it. But to like to take up twenty five percent of his team's cap. I mean, that's just that's that's the ego. That's a nah. You're gonna fucking pay me after this shit. After what you put me through, right? I won two. I won two back to back MVPs, and now making you pay me fucking everything. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's that's petty. That's exactly right. what you're doing. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. He got paid, but now they're gonna cut. What's that good pass rusher they have that's making $28 million a year? Zadarius? Zadarius something, yeah. Smith or something. See, that guy's a beast. Yeah, he's going to be a beast for somebody else. Yeah. But hey, Rodgers got paid. They also did it right before the the franchise deadline. So they had to franchise Devontae Adams. So that's $20 million against their salary cap. So they're at like negative $46 million right now. No big deal. Just sign yeah. the quarterback to a $50 million a year contract. Clear that right up. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe they're banking on like the salary cap going up by like $50 million next year or something with the new TV deal or something, but I, it won't, right? Like it'll get offset a little bit, but every team's going to get that. Dude, they're not can, you, can you imagine... And I really can't because the Browns quarterback situation has been awful my whole life. But a guy my age, our age, who's been a Packers fan, his whole life he's had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. 34 years if he finishes out this contract. 34 years of just those two guys. That's crazy. That's bananas. Who was a Packers starter before Favre? Don McCown. The magic man, Don Mikowski. Mikowski? Doug Peterson was on there? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, dude, but that's crazy. So if you ever hear a Packers fan bitching about quarterback play. Or anything. Yeah, just shove it right up your ass. Yeah. Turn it sideways. Kick rocks, cheese head. Beat it, nerd. But yeah, well, I did think it was pretty funny just because, I don't know, it seems like Rodgers has turned into this big attention whore, and as soon as he had his big day, oh, breaking news, like literally, like right. uh, within an hour, breaking news, Broncos get, and dude, like the Seahawks, I mean, Shelby Harris and Noah Fant, those are going to be starters for him, two first round, two second rounds, those are going to be starters, I thought they made out very well, I mean, they're not going anywhere, so... 
They got a king's the ransom. Yeah. Well, that was something that came up a bunch. People were like, "You really think the the Broncos won this trade?" And that's a win and, now. That that's a that's we got three years to win, and, and we're completely rebuilding. Yeah. Well, you um, saw my text to you guys, right? Well, yeah. I mean, my my. I mean, it's, it was a lot of picks. There's players in there, but like. Drew Locke is nothing. Uh, Shelby Miller, Shelby Harris, whatever his name is. I've literally never heard his name before. And, and... He'll be a starter. He was a starter. He's good. Yeah. He's okay. a good young player. Um, and then Noah Fant, I'm, a, I'm aware of, right? And I'm, he's he's shown flashes. Um, but, like, the, the Broncos didn't have a quarterback before, and now they have Russell Wilson – there is no lose. There's there's no way you can paint this as a loss for them. They could have given up more, and I would still say Broncos won this deal. So the Broncos had the fourth best quarterback in their division. Now they have the third best quarterback in their division, right? Yeah, but they, or, they, or do you put in Russell Danger Russ ahead of Herbert? I was one of my questions. I want to ask you guys is who is the second best quarterback in this division? I gotta say Herbert, man. Yeah, Herbert. He's my boy. I it might I mean listen, it might be Russ. By the end of the season, it might be Russ. But I think like right now it's a close call for sure. It could be for sure. Oh, he's but, got weapons. There's some weapons on that team. Oh, like I mean, both teams are and both teams are are stacked. Like it's it's that's the default toughest division in football now. Um, the, I mean, had an argument for it last year. The going from the fourth best quarterback to the third best quarterback, it's like, yeah, but you're also, you're, you're a contender now. You were not a contender with Teddy Bridgewater. Now you are a contender. Yeah. So, you know, whether they come in second or third in the division, maybe they come in first. Who knows? But God, if they come in first in that division, Russ is going to win his MVP. <laughs> Probably. I mean, the Broncos—they got a good defense. They got three good receivers. They just traded their good tight end, a decent tight end. Their offensive line, I think, is pretty good. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's if if Russ does his second half collapse thing with this team. Oh man, like that that becomes the narrative about Russ. That becomes the entire story his, about Russ. Yeah, his whole career. Because it's it's okay. You were carried to your championship. You never got him back there. Um, and now you you basically you got to pick your team because he had the no trade clause and he got to pick the team he got traded to. And now you pick this team. You wanted to go in and compete with Mahomes and Herbert and the Raiders. You bet it is better fucking work, dude. If it works, he's winning his MVP. If it doesn't work, you know. I mean, this is the type of move that if this doesn't work and he does a couple years of this not working could affect hall of fame credentials. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or solidify him. 
Exactly. Right. And he, I mean, that's, that's, that's the opportunity, right? That's. Yeah. I mean, with the way he's made, like the, I mean, the, the difference between him and Stafford right now is pro bowls and, and Russ has been, you know, a, a top five receiver in the, in the top five quarterback in the league for, you know, the last five or six years. And, um, and that's been the difference between him and Stafford. Stafford now has as many rings as him, still doesn't have the Pro Bowls, but um, you know, it's kind of there. Those two guys, I think, are jockeying. It'd be interesting, like you know, they're about the same age. You know, it'd be interesting. You know, when those two guys retire, they're going to come up against each other in those Hall of Fame debates, and it's going to be interesting to see who gets in first. Uh, Russell right. Wilson has what nine Pro Bowls and ten seasons, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna have a head start on him there. Yeah, it's just it's it's gonna be that like, how did you finish your career, right? Like it that all the way that the trajectory at which you retire, right, is going to is is going to be important. It's going to shape the rest of that that conversation around them. Is like, okay, who actually was the the better quarterback. Gosh, if you give Stafford Pete Carroll and, you know, you put Russ on, you know, with Matt Patricia and fucking, uh, you know, God knows who else. I can't even think of their names, but like, um, you know, what happens? Who's here? Who's there? Like you start doing those, playing those games and, and fucking around with that. And like, you might be able to talk your way into Russ waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, now he's, he's such a, a universally liked guy within the, the reporter network that I doubt there's going to be like, he's not, not going to wait like 10, 15 years, but, uh, I'm just saying that'll be the conversation. That will the, be the conversation. And the Broncos got almost 30 million in cap space. So now that they got him, maybe they can pull some other big names back. I heard Von Miller wants to go back to the Broncos. Yeah, he he, he, he tweeted real? something out like I'm missing home or some shit like that or run it back or you know yeah. I want that old thing back is what he said. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. So Broncos got to be excited. Worked out with Peyton when they did it with him, getting that big time quarterback to come there. So, and I don't even think I mean this is kind of different. Russell's not that far along. So yeah, I mean you know he's he's got. He's got, you know, maybe a, a maybe a decade. As obnoxious as he is, right? He could be looking at. And he's like, well, Brady played till forty four. I'll play till forty seven. Um, he is a he is a, an amazing healer. Uh, one of the greatest healers in history. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. The, he, um, yeah. God, this was such. A, but the Seahawks now. We've we've kind of we've talked Denver, we've talked Russ, Seahawks time. <sighs> Was the writing on the wall? Is their roster that bad? Really? Before we get there, like, CBS came out with a mock draft this morning, uh-oh. and it had uh, Denver trading down with the Giants to pick up um, that Liberty quarterback, Willis Malik yeah. Willis. It was funny. It was like an hour. They put out that mock draft, and like a couple hours later, this happens. So, so, the, so, like, so the Seahawks are either going to punt 
on a quarterback and try and rebuild the roster around them. Maybe they think they can like uncover another fourth round superstar like they did with Russell Wilson. But um, I mean, the Seahawks, I, here's what I don't get. I, and, and Doug, yeah, I think the roster is that bad. I, I, there's, there's not a lot there. Like they've never been able to block for him. They haven't been able to get after, you know, they're, they're terrible along both lines. Um, they probably knew that they were going to have to get rid of, Bob, rid of Bobby Wagner. He had a huge cap hit. So it's like, you know, fucking Jamal Lewis gets traded from the Jets to, to the Seahawks. Oh, and in two years, they get rid of Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson. And they're basically the Jets. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, they're probably looking at the division. Like, they're not going to win it or do well in the next two years. So you might as well hit the reset button. Get your money. Get the money right. Right. Now, now, if you're thinking this, because you've, you've got to run this by the owner, right? You're trading your superstar quarterback. You're releasing your superstar Hall of future Hall of Fame middle linebacker. You're 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 completely demolishing any link to the past. You're removing two huge locker room presences. And you've got to run this by the owner. And when the, you tell the owner this is your plan, and the owner looks at this team and goes, wait, but you two fucking idiots. I'm talking about Schneider and the GM and, and Pete Carroll. It's like, okay. Let me get this straight. Uh, you, John Schneider, the guy who has... I, I looked it up. Um, since 2013, so the year after Bobby Wagner was drafted, DK Metcalf is the only pro bowler they've drafted in the first or second round since 2013. Only got to make any pro bowl. And now you've given these guys four more picks in those first two rounds and the entire fate of the franchise now rests on them getting it right when they haven't gotten it right for nine years. They have failed over and over and over again for nine years. So if I'm the owner and it's like, Hey boss, we've got a problem. Our team sucks. Go, man, we should fucking do something about that. Let's find those guys that put it together and fucking kill them. And it's like, well, that's sorry. That's well, that's that's us. We did that. Yeah, just out. We're just down the hall. Yeah, Um, we did that. Our bad. But if you give us one more shot, we think that maybe we can, you know, catch lightning in a bottle like we did 10 years ago. I'm not. It doesn't feel likely. That. John Schneider, who hasn't doesn't have the greatest recent track record, and by recent I mean nine years of drafting, and the septu- septuagenarian oldest coach in the NFL, Pete Carroll, is up for a rebuild. Like you're you take you've got the oldest coach in the NFL, and you're just like, hey man, what's your three year plan? It's like, well, I was. Don't die. Gonna lose. I figured I was gonna lose a f- at least a few of my teeth with the way I chew gum. 
and um you know it's just i want to be able to remember my grandkids names you know if i can do that in a couple of years I, I figure i'm set why what were you asking oh you for the football team oh yeah no i don't know i don't have a plan yeah. saying septuagenarian sounds older than saying 70 year old right like it just septuagenarian septuagenarian the fuck is that it's somebody in their 70s septuagenarian i've never heard that before and then there's octogenarian i've never heard that before the 80s i don't know the 90s one we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But you got, you, you got Pete Carroll. 70-year-old, oldest coach in the league. Doing the rebuild thing. It's like, don't you have grandkids? Go fucking take up shuffleboard or something. Get the fuck out of there. Get out of here. But no, he'll be there. Fucking chomping away at that gum. Clapping. Clapping. For another year at least. Let's see. Fucking fist pumping. I mean, but like they've got they've got a they've got the pick this year. It's a top ten pick now, I think, right? I think nine. Yeah, I think so. And but if they fuck that up and they're bad, and Pete Carroll goes, "Yeah, I kind of don't want to be here anyways. I'm not gonna. I actually don't want to do a rebuild at 72." Um, what then? Now you've just wasted the draft. You've wasted half of the draft capital that you got for Russell Wilson on a guy that doesn't even want to fucking be there anymore. This is this is being handled from a fucking rival fan's perspective as well as possible. Oh yeah. I have <laughs> I have absolutely no qualms with how they're doing this. Keep it up, guys. Full steam ahead. That'll be interesting. They got Basically, what seven was that? Seven or eight? I guess if you count Drew Locke. 
eight, eight, eight pieces, eight yeah. players. Pretend, you know, five of them will be draft picks. But yeah, that's yeah. We'll see. I don't know. That's a lot of draft capital. If there's a quarterback they want out there, they got the means to trade for him now. Well, there isn't anybody that you need to. So that's what I was going to ask. I don't know if we're ready for that part of the conversation, but who's what's the next? Is Deshaun Watson the next thing to drop? Is it Jimmy G? Who's the next quarterback, Domino? Oh, I mean, Deshaun Watson's accusers are getting dragged into a grand jury this week, so I don't think that's happening right away. Um, so you think it, now? Uh, this point. Yeah, Jimmy. Now Jimmy G has his market right. The the Commanders or the Steelers? Commanders, Steelers, Panthers. Um, who knows? I mean, who knows? Maybe the Raiders are like, fuck this shit, and they trade Carr for like two years of Jimmy. Not, not they don't trade Carr to the Niners. They trade Carr elsewhere for, you know, they they take the Steelers offer. They take the the Washington football team offer for for Carr, and use that to kind of put a couple years of, you know, let Russell Wilson get a couple years older. You know, you're never gonna, you know, Herbert and Mahomes have 15 years left in uh, where they're at, so you're not gonna be able to duck them. But God, man, if you're a fucking Josh McDaniels, just signed up for this. Like he just signed up for this, and he's like, "Yes, I'm taking that job in Vegas. Could have had any other job, any year, and he picks the division that already had Mahomes and Herbert." And on top of that, now the only other team in the division gets Russell Wilson. Stacked. So from a strategic standpoint, I'm worried about Josh's decision making. You know where he's from? Uh, is it Canton? Yes. Okay. Yes. Lucky guess. Yeah, I don't know how you got that. Um, <laughs> so are the top so are the AFC West quarterbacks cumulatively better than the top NFC quarterbacks? So just the AFC West division versus everybody in the, the NFC? Top, who are the top four NFC quarterbacks? Stafford, Rodgers, Dak, and Kyler Murray? <sighs> yeah, Kyler, Cousins. Um, Jesus. Daniel Jones? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, yeah, that the AFC, the quarterbacks in the AFC right now. God damn, <laughs> it's disgusting. It goes like eight or nine deep. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> You've got those four: Josh Allen, um, Lamar, and uh, Burrow. There's now we're at was that five? Now we're at seven, and. I guess like Trevor Lawrence and Tannehill. I'm just putting Trevor Lawrence in there just because, you know, a bunch of teams would still trade for Trevor Lawrence today. Yeah. Um, And like Tannehill is, let's say Tannehill and Cousins are the, are equals. 
or at least in the same tier. And Cousins is a top four or five quarterback in the NFC. And Tannehill's like eight, nine, or ten. And that's that's forget that's what that's leaving out Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's insane. And then when Steelers get Jimmy G, like he moves somewhere into the top three, maybe four quarterbacks in the AFC. Um, Just right in there. Right in there. Cemented. Top three. Lock it in. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just – from my perspective – how quickly does Trey Lance become a top five quarterback in the NFC? If he performs well, he's got, we'll see, right? We'll fucking see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I understand that they've got to play the fucking games and whatnot. But like, that's what we got to That's, that's part I, I, of what we're going to be watching for this year. We don't fucking know at all. If he plays poorly, he won't. If he plays we should, well, he will. That's as easy as it is. There's open spots. That should that should just be a new segment on the podcast. We just go with a question and go, well, you know, that's why they play the games. And that's the end of the segment every single time. It's a, it's a John Maddenism, okay? For right. sure. No, but the um but I mean seriously, who's his competition? We, we the, the the very top three are Rogers, Dak, and Stafford. Stafford. I mean, you joke. So about Kyler it. Murray you, and Kirk you, Cousins. You joke about Trey Lance it. has to beat out. Well, I mean, watch them get some linemen, and Daniel Jones will go off this year. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just <laughs> reflex. <laughs> All right, I'm calling. Help it. That was good. Calling it. They 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 had the right picks in their playoff team. Call and it. they and they got Brian Dable. <laughs> But there's not there's not a lot of resistance keeping Kyle Shanahan from turning Trey Lance. The only thing that's going to stop Trey Lance from turning into a top four quarterback in the NFC this year is Trey Lance. Like if he's if he's a, if he's too raw, then you know, obviously no. But like. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be halfway through the season and he'll be picking up steam or something and it's gonna be like holy shit, watch out. I'm 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 high I'm I'm high on me some tra- some Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Um but yeah, Trey Lance, top five NSC quarterback next year. Book it. It could happen. I can see it. I mean shit, man. Maybe an AFC team wants Kyler Murray. Right. Maybe the Bengals or not the Bengals, the Vikings are sitting there going like, okay, um, why would we keep Kirk Cousins right now? Because that's that's one of the domino effects that people are asking, like, hey, what should the Vikings do with Cousins? It's like, well, if Rodgers stays, you trade him. And if Rodgers leaves, you keep him. And Rodgers stayed. So do they trade Kirk Cousins now? Does Cousins go to the the Browns? Like the Panthers. 
Yeah, I don't think I don't know if Cousins is going anywhere. Who's who's but I mean, I don't think the Vikings are upgrading. Right, but you know, you're it's you've got the you got the young new coach. You know, if you can get a first for Cousins, you know, maybe a first and a second. Um and you you know, you've you've put that team back to, you know, get out from under that contract and give the new guy a, a nice fresh young face or you know they tough it out for a year and and you know end up with a top five pick next year but like you're not winning again you're not winning the division and you're paying Kirk Cousins what's his cap hit like 46 million this year yeah it's almost as much as Aaron Rodgers yeah well cap hit's gonna be higher because they're gonna backload that Rodgers contract so it's a $45 million cap hit this year. Third highest number in the NFL. So do you want out from under that? Or um or what? You know? What's what would they save? What's his Yeah, if they trade them, what's don't they still I mean they still take some kind of cap hit, right? From that or no? They Let's see here. Dead cap is forty-five million. No, it's like, oh, it's because he signed a fucking hundred percent guaranteed contract. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they'll still pay him, right? So he's. I mean, he's. It's. It's. It's guaranteed. He is. He is gonna make that money. So there's no savings in in cutting him. But. Um, you at least get the pick so that you can start over. Anyways, I mean that's you know they're 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 you asked about the next domino. The next obvious domino is Jimmy G. He's the one that's firmly on the trading block and just needed the Seahawks and the the Packers to to make decisions on Rodgers and Russ. Those decisions happen today. Now it's okay. Like Jimmy might not be a 49er on Friday. Yeah. Like next time the next time we do a pod, I'd expect that he's been traded. Because free agency Niners, starts Monday, right? That's the other thing. The Niners the Niners may even just fucking cut him prior to free agency. Like if they want some guys, if they want to be a player in free agency they might just cut Jimmy. Be like, all right, dude, go go figure it out yourself. No, I don't think that works for Jimmy. So I think, so here's, Jimmy's got a little bit of leverage because he can just be like, you know, I'll, I don't want to go to that team. They suck. But the flip side of that is he's due to make $25 million this year and he might not make that anywhere else. You know, he gets a one-year prove-it deal for like, 15 mil and all of a sudden he just cost himself 10 million by not agreeing to the trade. And there's a way that he could even make more out of this, which is, Hey, I'll agree to the trade. If you tack on an extra year and an extra 5 million. And so now he's a two year, $30 million contract, but he's guaranteed himself an extra five just for saying yes to the trade. So it's like, I'd imagine that's the, that's his path. 
over the over the and that's his choice right is do i risk it on the on the absolute open market as a guy coming off of minor shoulder surgery and a torn ligament in my thumb or do i just say yes to the trade and go where they want me to go but i'll go if you give me an extra five million and an extra year on my deal which is i think for jimmy like two years 30 is a great contract like you're you're getting a lot of value there doing that like it's a very reasonable price to pay for jimmy he doesn't have like a no trade clause or any of that kind of stuff does he no no yeah, and the Niners, can cut, the Niners can cut him and it only costs him like 1.4 million so the the downs so the the downside is jimmy knows the niners could just cut him yeah, he doesn't have any leverage. So he's going wherever they send him. So they should get he's, But that's best the thing. He's, deal. Got, he's got a little bit of leverage if he thinks he can get a two-year $25 million deal from somebody else. Then, like, you know, two-year 30. If he can thinks he can get that on the open market, then he's got leverage. He can just say, fuck you, cut me then. If, if he doesn't think he can go get that money, then he has to accept the trade. If 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 money's the most important thing for him, it'd be very interesting to me where he goes. I don't I, I don't think he'll go to. I don't think they'll send him to Washington. I, don't, I, don't think I mean, North. yeah, I feel like Washington or Carolina is the only teams that are going to pay him that money, right? The Steelers. I think it's the Steelers. That's a that's a playoff ready team. As long as Mason Rudolph isn't the fucking quarterback. I think he could do it. I'm team Mason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm like, wait, this doesn't... I'm like, that's a load of shit. I'm going to have to... Oh, no, never mind. Consider the source. (laughs) Yeah, so Jimmy G, next, uh, next quarterback pillar to drop. It should be, but like, yeah, it could, it could get, there's, there's a couple of guys there that like, I think cousins future in, in Minnesota now with Roger staying is in jeopardy. I think the Raiders have to think about what can you get for Derek Carr and kick the can down the road a couple of years on, on being competitive um, in that division. Um, because fuck it. <laughs> like, you know, what else are you going to do? Nobody's going to pick you to finish anything other than fourth in that division right now. So, I think mean, car car might be available, and car might also be available because Jimmy G's out there, right? You maybe get a first for maybe the Steelers will give you a first for Derek Carr. You've only got to give up a fourth for Jimmy, and you know you you play that arbitrage game. Um, and then you've got, you know, you got teams like the Panthers. Like, there's enough teams out there that, like, Matt Rule's under the gun, man. Yeah. He's not, and he's not playing with, he doesn't give a shit. Like, if he gives up a shit ton for a, a quarterback that doesn't work out, he's not going to be there next year to pay the price for that. But if it does work, then he, you know, he ends up with a contract extension. So... He's got nothing to lose. He can, he can pay through the nose. He can pay, give up whatever he wants just to make this year work. Um, where else? The Colts? 
the Colts are like openly that where Carson Wentz goes is another one. Yeah, we forgot Wentz and the Colts. Because they're actively like, get this guy the fuck out of here. Maybe yeah. he goes to Washington. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't anyway, think the Colts are getting rid of him until they have his replacement lined up. Yeah. He's, he's, I was going to say, he's good enough that you. I don't know. To me, it just, it, it just feels like Washington or Carolina are going to overpay for a mediocre quarterback for a longer contract than they deserve. And I hope it's for Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. I, 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 I think I don't want Jimmy to go to either of those teams because I like Jimmy. Um, somebody mentioned that maybe Jimmy to Seattle. Now I'm like, God, that would break my fucking heart. Like, I really do like Jimmy. And yeah, just get the best deal. I, I'm not. I, it's 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 not the it's it's the best deal is coming from Carolina or Washington. Well, did you yeah, hear Seattle turned down a better offer from Washington to get dangerous out of the NFC? That and that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. Like for Seattle to do that, like you're going into a full blown rebuild. You're gonna you're gonna cut Bobby Wagner, and you're gonna turn down maybe three firsts from Washington just to. It's I mean like Russ is Russ is playing. The Broncos are playing in Seattle this year. It's not like you're not gonna see Russ this year. Yeah, you see him just as often as you might see the fucking Commanders this year. Yeah, stuff like that. I feel like you just take the best deal you can get, especially if you're if you're in a rebuild mode. Yeah, who cares? Right? It's it's it's, it's, it's this isn't like the the Niners and Packers like talking about a Rodgers trade last year, right? Where it's like if the Packers send send Rodgers to the Niners, the Niners are the preemptive team in the in the in the NFC, and the Packers want like think they can be competitive. The Seahawks do not think they can be competitive right now. So let's, yeah, not, let's, not rule, let's not rule out Brady coming back out of retirement and being a Niner. I feel like that would have happened already. Yeah. Plus, you heard Bruce Arians. He's like, oh, no, if he's coming back, he's playing for us. He's like, if you got five first-round picks, then, you can, then we can talk. He did say that, yeah. It's like door never, the door never shut. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think Brady calls up Arians and is like, "Hey, listen, I'm nuts. Like, I got you your ring, yeah, right? Shut up. I extended, I extended my. Oh, and here's here's a part of it that I hadn't considered, and I read somewhere. Brady extended. The only reason he's still under contract with the Bucks is because he extended his deal to give them more cap room, right? And so Brady's got a very realistic scenario where he goes. Listen, I signed a two-year deal. I only intended to play here for two years. You, I did you a favor by extending my deal. It's a horseshit deal, and um, it's a horseshit deal. And uh, I want you a ring. Let me go. Play, let me go play for my childhood team. Yeah. Right, but I don't I think he... I wasn't even supposed to be here. I did this as a favor. I got you your ring. Let me the fuck go. I don't think now's the time, though. I think. Once summer camp starts, and he he might start feeling that or getting the itch. 
So I think it might be closer to the season if he were, if Brady were to make a comeback like that rather than now. And here, here's here's the problem with with Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is the one that will fuck this up because <laughs> he will he he will he's got the next. Let's say he's got four more months of living with Trey Lance, and he's gonna see all the fucking like he's gonna see all the magic that could happen with Trey Lance. I'm not saying will. I said could, and he's gonna talk himself into it's like. Okay, this is my guy, because I and 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 I I think that I mean Shanahan runs on ego, right? And and winning one with Tom Brady to him wouldn't feel as good as winning one with Trey Lance. Yeah, you're right. Like Shanahan wants the fucking credit. Like his dad's a Super Bowl fucking champion. Like this isn't just kind of like, hey, doesn't matter where I. It, doesn't matter how I get it. I just got to get one. I'll be the first in my family to go to college. First in my family to do this, whatever. It doesn't matter where I go. I just got to get it. That's not where Shanahan's at. Like he's like sitting there going, like I gotta, I gotta do it my way. I mean that that's I mean arguably why, or you could say that Brady didn't go. You're going with that guy, right? Right. That's what. That's why he. There's probably a hard no for him with Brady. Well, I mean, it's like I think that's that's where they, you know, that's where Kyle and Brady would bump heads. I th- I, I think because they're they're both borderline sociopaths, right? That like they're they're both like, hey, it's got to be my way, and you know, within that, there's the potential for you know somebody's always got some somebody's going to have to take a back seat in terms of making some adjustments, and uh, but. If if Shanahan is spending the time with Trey Lance and realizes that Trey Lance isn't the guy, that's like this year. That's when the back channels to Brady start going like, you know, hey, it's it's there for you if you want it. And and just in the night, because and just in that getting floated to Brady, that would be enough that would be Shanahan kind of acquiescing and saying, Okay, I do need you. And you know your input that's, is valuable to me. So that's a pretty pretty good uh, backup plan. I, it's, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. I mean, it, it's got to be out there that if the Niners offered Tom Brady to come play, they said, "Hey, we want you to come play," that he would seriously consider playing coming out of retirement. Yeah, because he's he's not saying anything along the lines of "I'm done, leave me alone." Right. He's he's doing interviews. He's talking about like, you know, never say never and all this other stuff. So, I mean, the only other thing that that who else? So it's Brady, Wentz, Jimmy. Who else is out there? And then Cousins and Carr is kind of like these two wild cards. Yeah. I'll put Brady in the wild card. So I think Tyler. Wentz and Jimmy. And Deshaun Watson, obviously. Yeah. There's, it's okay. So there's like four or five wild cards there that could really spoil some shit. Kyler, Deshaun, Carr, Kirk, 
and yeah, uh, but I, I, I really think Kyler Murray and, and Deshaun Watson are the, are the those are the premier guys. The other guys are yeah, not arguing. Just you yeah. know, they're I think I mean Deshaun's right. got the Deshaun's got the legal stuff, and right, Kyler's got he no can change leverage. the landscape, right? I, I think Deshaun Watson can change the landscape of any conference he goes to. Same thing, which just happened with. You know Russell Wilson, um, those kind of big moves. I don't think the, any of the other guys do that. I think they solidify teams, maybe, or, or make them a little better. So, but I think Deshaun Watson can change the entire trajectory for a team. Well, so Richard Sherman floated this on his podcast, and I just saw the clip before I came down here, because he was reacting to the Russell Wilson thing, and he was saying same thing I'm saying, which is. 70-year-olds aren't aren't fucking there for a rebuild. And so he thinks that they're loading up for uh Deshaun. But I mean, that would make sense, right? That that's good. That's that that's logic. But <laughs> what does what does swapping out Russ for Deshaun actually like how much extra value are you getting out of the position this year? But I mean, not to mention the locker room and, and the very apparent, uh, you know, issues between Carol and, 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 uh, and Russ, right. I think that probably had a lot to do with it. And it probably did come down to a Carol or Russ. I can't, and that's, I can't believe they picked Carol. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Or they only stuck with Carol because they knew Russ was going to go, and it was like, do we want to blow it completely the fuck up? Or do we just want to blow it up a little bit? Or a lot of bit? I mean, Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, that's a pretty big step. Right. So it's day it's, one of the blow up. So it's, it's weird that they would, it's like they ripped off only half of the band aid, and there's just this other half of the band aid that's just kind of flapping around in the wind that they're not actually taking care of a loose band-aid flapping around in the wind like 70 year old loose skin yeah (laughs) why why is he still there why like but in a way that works both ways if this was the plan why is pete carroll why didn't pete carroll fucking leverage his way into a different job Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wants one more year. I mean, he's like, give me my last year. I'll... This will be my last season. I'm out. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Like, if he's if he's still competitive and he's still, he's still got the fire and he's still got, you know, a bunch of gum he's got to fucking work through. Um, There were jobs that were, like, ready-made. Right. You know, the Broncos job. Right? Like, you know. That's a that was a team that just needed a quarterback, right? Could could he have forced his you know? It's like, hey, fire me! I'll go get another job somewhere else. Any number of job, like you know, even fucking the Minnesota job, like you've got okay, you got a you got a quarterback. What were some of the other jobs? The um, Vegas would have fucking loved Pete Carroll. Yeah. All yeah. like if if he had the. Yeah, fucking huge market team like that. Go in, fix the culture. That's that might be a little too much of a rebuild, right? 
but there were jobs out there for for him right and probably jobs he could have had that maybe weren't available that if he was like hey i'm 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 a free um you know i'm a free agent now yeah there's nine nine new jo- new coaching jobs right i think that's right. what the number was I mean, could he have forced out Cliff Kingsbury, right? Like, there's all sorts of um, – it's just – it's this is such a weird collection of whatever the fuck they're doing that none of it makes sense. And the, the order of operations doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know, unless it was a, you know, hey, Pete, we got to let you go. I'm not going anywhere. All right, we're just going to sell the team out from under you. Yeah, I don't know. Pete's, uh, I don't know what his contract situation is like. Maybe I don't know. But this is, I got to think this is the beginning of the end for him, too. If it's not this year, it's going to be during the year next year. He's 70. This is the end of the end. Yeah. He's closer to hospice than he is to his last Super Bowl ring. <laughs> He's like, a healthy guy. This this is like Pete Carroll is going to end up, you know, it's like you, you get those fucking local news stations are like 103-year-old Ethel Doris just ran her first marathon. Right. Isn't this a wonderful story? Like, why are you, this, this is, we're bordering on that with Pete. He's still vibrant and, and doesn't look like he's in his seventies and all this other fun stuff and pumping his fist and all this other shit. Great shape. Probably, you know, working out, ripping his shirt off when he sees DK Metcalf, all this good stuff. Got the, it's, you know, age ain't nothing but a number, but like, why are you doing this, man? Doesn't yeah, I, but listen, I'm not. Maybe it'll play I out. I, I don't think he's a good coach anymore. So you know what, Seahawks, hang on to him. Keep doing what you're doing. I love the way you're handling this, Seattle. Go on. Right. Let the old guy and the guy who just can't fucking draft anybody. Let them keep running things. It's fine. We're good. Do it. Do it. Like Pete might Pete might be past his expiration date, but like I really want to I want to know if he's like calling up Ken Norton to see if he can get Ken Norton to play middle linebacker for him. Just because like, hey, I remember you used to play middle linebacker, didn't you? For me, right? Back in the nineties? That was just a couple years ago. <laughs> I remember it's, it like it was yesterday. Dude, it's crazy how long ago the nineties were. The um, all those like, <laughs> all those like, hey, if you were to do remember back when the Wonder Years was on and we thought that was a long time ago, well, if they did the Wonder Years now, it would be set in 1997. It's like, oh, fuck you, motherfucker, I'll kill you. I got half a death threat today. Oh, half a one where yeah. on... on the gram, okay. Nice. High, high high school kid was uh, like, you need FBI protection. I'm like, excuse me. Like, you need FBI protection for you and your family. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, like that's my. You have literally one chance to tell me I'm joking because, you know, you mentioned my family and 
you know, I have half a mind just to like, hey, I'll be here. <laughs> you meet me wherever you want. Um, and uh, and then he explained his his comment to me again. I'm like, okay, first time I've ever reported anything. <coughs> Wow, I've put up with a lot of shit, but like you know, first time I've ever been like, no, this is yeah, you've crossed the line here. <laughs> People on uh, a lot of those comments you were posting on your story were pretty funny. Yeah, a lot of angry Seattle. How did that start? Where where was he getting all of his uh, misplaced rage from? He's a he's a Seahawks fan. Yeah, had to be. <laughs> oh loser. right so my i i got so many an unsurprising okay Hmm. let me i'm bringing it up because i'm actually mildly surprised i'm a little disappointed in my fellow 12s i'm not gonna lie there's a few (laughs) people in there that are like i'm done with this team i'm a broncos fan now or i'm done with this team and this i'm done with this team and this and it's like you weak Little motherfuckers, because they're not, they're all, yeah, that's, that's what happens when you have. Uh, this is what you, you are the people, <laughs> you are the people that like the neon jerseys, exactly. Lots of 12s, they, um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of like, well, you know, I'll be cheering for the Broncos too. What, no, no. <laughs> God, they don't get it. They're young. God, you Those are just, they're just they're just they're new here. Spineless jellyfish. They're just, just, they're, you have a team. And I, I even walked a guy. I'm like, listen, it's okay for like, like when Frank left. I I I enjoyed. I still enjoyed watching Frank play. I wanted to see Frank do well. Under no circumstances was I a Colts, Dolphins, Bills, or Jets fan. Nor was I even rooting for the team. Just wanted Frank to do well, not get hurt, go out on his own terms. You know, listen, you want to peek in at Russell Wilson, you'd be like, hey, you know. But, like, he also abandoned you. He waived his no-trade clause. He stipulated in his contract... Seattle cannot trade me. And he saw a situation he'd rather be in and was like, fuck 12. Well, they kind of, you know, I was watching it on TV today on whatever ESPN. They were kind of talking about how, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers has kind of been last year demanding those trades out in the public where, Russ has kind of been demanding trades the same amount of time, just behind closed doors. Um, instead of out, you know, airing his laundry. Yeah. I mean, that was, well, and that was the other thing. So when at the start of the off season or I'm like, Hey, is this, you know, and I would be ruminating in the stories on like, Hey, you know, is Russ on the move? Talk, we talk about it on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Or somebody be like, "Hey, who's, who's? Do you think Russell get traded?" And I, and I didn't because why would you trade, you know, a guy that good? Um, <laughs> Six days ago, they said they weren't. <laughs> right, right. And and John Schneider was like, "Here, we're here to win." Okay, bud. Um, 
And people are like, Russ isn't going anywhere. We hear this every year. He's committed to Seattle. I'm like, then why did his agent last year put four teams out there on his, hey, we're not requesting a trade, but if you want to, here are the teams we'd waive our no trade clause for. And they're like, that was fake. That was bullshit. I'm like, here's the ESPN article. Oh. <laughs> oh, so Russ is gone. That was one of the conversations. That, that's how one of the conversations went. The, the, the kid was just like, so Russ is gone. I'm like, yeah, you know. I'm like, why would you stay? If you're Russ, why would you stay? You don't get along with the coach. No offensive line. You're the fourth best roster in the division. Two of the teams in your division just played for the NFC Championship game. You're fucked. Yeah, they ain't going nowhere. And and so why why would you stay? Because he's loyal. Oh, well. You know? Left one girl, you know, dumped one wife. Now he's with Ciara. Yeah. Not as loyal as you think. Do we how pissed is Jackson Mahomes that there's a better dancing family member in the AFC West now? Well, the media I mean, is out to get him. Right? Is 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 he is he talking about how the media is out to get him? Is that is that yeah, what I understand? I saw something. You know, I I will never read anything about that guy, but I did see an article where he it was like a quote of him saying something like that, and it's just like, yeah, you're not posting social, you know, you know, social media <laughs> posts about yourself with yourself in it. It's the media doing that. Yeah, yeah classic. You just classic you just, deflection. You just wanted, you just wanted to film yourself doing stupid dances, and it's not your fault that you've got two million followers on TikTok. Like that just happened. That was completely out of your control. Yeah. What douchebag. The worst anyway, kind. I will watch Ciara dance. I can, I can, I can, I can. My wife listen to Ciara again. Yeah. I used to like as soon as the, her songs would play, I would fucking skip off them. I'm like, you are not getting my fucking like one quarter of three cents, <laughs> a quarter of a third of a cent. Like, no way, I'm not funding this. New city, new girl, though maybe for Russ. No, maybe maybe he goes like, you know. I could Ciara definitely has that Seattle vibe, but Denver is more of like a Megan Thee Stallion vibe. <laughs> I, I can't I can't think of a better of a better city for him. <laughs> really. Like where else better does Russell Wilson fit? You know Russ has the um the 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 hiking the hiking sandals. You right. know he's got a pair of those. The androgynous Travis sandals for sure. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know he's he's the best you know who my dad is guy like that's just him <laughs> he just fits into the the whole bro scene in, in denver man they're gonna fucking love him they're gonna they're love gonna... him because he's gonna oh man he's gonna do the you know but yeah you know Let's go Broncos country. He's just he's just gonna say Bron- he's gonna say Broncos country so many times. Go so many times. Go 
go donkeys. But I mean, he's he's gonna to really get that fan base wrapped around his finger, though. He's gonna have to really learn some young Jeezy lyrics, because man, Jeezy, that's how Drew Locke did it. Horse cock lock. You think the the, the they're the fucking Broncos fans are probably sitting there going like, okay, what are words for a dick that rhyme with Wilson? <laughs> we got to get something here. It's got to be in here somewhere. If I just think hard enough, what can I? What 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 part of the male genitalia can I get to rhyme with Wilson? Or you could call it his Russell Brussels sprout. <laughs> That's oh, a thing. Man. Let Russ cook some Colorado. Was it the Colorado oysters? Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain oysters. oysters. Yeah. Look that up, kids. Hmm. So what do you guys think about uh, Calvin Ridley? That was another big thing that happened. Eesh. Poor guy. What I saw somebody, I wouldn't say poor guy, uh, dumbass. What do you, uh, gamble 17000 and lost like $5 million or something like that? Well, no, he yeah. made a 1500 part. He made $1,500 in bets. Now he's got to sit out next year, which is going to cost him $11.1 million. Oh, my God. I mean... I think he's a fucking idiot. I've, I've he's got to be an idiot. I see people defending him, but that's like... That's not even honest. worth it. That's like the he, first thing they teach you. It's like, all right, art. you got drafted. Congratulations. Let's go to the rookie symposium. Okay, don't gamble. Yeah. We're going to put signs up all over the locker rooms and stuff to remind you as well. Don't smoke crack and don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> the, the there's there's no defense for the stupidity, especially in your own team. I think like, he, did, only... he did it on a legal service, like a legal betting site under his own name. <laughs> yeah, like the only defense is stupidity. It's the only defense. There was a meme. There was a meme that had his. It was like. Uh, Calvin Ridley logging into FanDuel and his username was Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. The real Calvin Ridley. <laughs> oh, what a dickhead. Like, dude, this is like while he was sitting out games. Like, I mean, he was, you know, obviously dealing yeah. with some stuff, but at least he wasn't playing in the games. I mean, I, I think that's like, unless it wasn't him, him, right? Unless it wasn't him, unless it was some. You know, belligerent X or something like that, right? Or his kid. Uh, it was he him. He's it. been talking about it. Yeah, he <laughs> he's it. like, yeah, I don't have a problem. I only bet fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god, what a moron! I love when Charles Barkley talks about gambling. And he's like, "Don't you worry about how much money you're losing." He goes, "No, I'm fucking rich." <laughs> <laughs> this goes for the best offensive defensive player of the year award. The um, <laughs> the the thing with Ridley, I mean, there's no defense for the stupidity. Also, two things can be true: the NFL looks petty as fuck. Yeah, given that they're taking gambling money left, right, and center, 
and and the value of these franchises is driven in part by the interest in the gambling jerry jones owns fucking parts of gambling companies a bunch of owners own parts of gambling companies and um and you know but the players can't that's like two things can be true ridley fumbled the bag like just fuck this one up royally um and the nfl looks really petty over this so same thing as insider trading uh, i don't know i don't think players should be gambling oh i i i, I don't think so either there's you know and and messages need to be sent and all this other stuff but like i mean he definitely he didn't he wasn't playing in it, but he bet on the Falcons game and he knows more about that team than anybody else, but I would think. Yeah, I mean he was doing it in a parlay, like eight, three, five, yeah. and eight team parlays. So but yeah, like I just, that was that was just that was him fucking around, just wanting to be like, now what should he have done? Thrown thrown his buddy fifteen hundred bucks and say here, log in and fucking bet. Yeah. Exactly. That's so stupid. Uh, but there, there were some big rumors uh, that the Browns were going to try to go after him. So that's not happening. <laughs> well, maybe he can get the the Dolphins can trade for him, and and him and Stephen Ross can talk. Wilbur Ross, or whatever the fuck his name is, Stephen Ross can talk about uh, paying for you know what the uh, uh, the the ethical implications of uh, owners you know potentially paying coaches to lose games and. Uh-huh. The difference between that and a NFL player betting a few hundred bucks, less than two thousand dollars on uh, on some fucking parlays, which are impossible to hit either, anyways. And yeah, if they can prove that, they, he might they might force him to sell the team. The yeah. icing the icing was his own fucking team. He bet on the Falcons, which you know there's there's jokes in there. Yes, right? like like you deserve like, it. <laughs> you. He's, you obviously, one. he's obviously unfit to be making decisions. Yeah, he is mentally. You you earn this one, Cal. Yeah. Man. Yeah, whole season. That's pretty hefty. I wonder if they'll feel fight that at all. I'm sure he's going to appeal, and I'm sure it's not going to like. No, nah, they're throwing the book at him. Earlier, it's like you've got. You've got one job as an NFL player, and that's just like if you if if you have any, and this was this was the thing with Pete Rose, right? It was like, so what? He only he only bet on the Reds to win and this and that, but it's like no, the first sign you see, you know, because the, the 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 baseball went through the fucking you know the the Black Sox scandal where they were throwing a World Series. 1919 so Black Sox. The first thing you see when you walk into a major league clubhouse is the, the entire rule spelled out. It is it is illegal to bet on, you know, on bet on baseball. Yep. And the and the and football's got a, a very similar thing. It's posted in every locker room. Like you've got to be. It's just willful ignorance to and and stupidity to to even attempt that. Yeah. And to not be three layers removed from it. Be like, dude, you get everybody, you tell your 
buddy's girlfriend to fucking tell your buddy to tell your girlfriend to put some money on the fucking on these eight teams and fucking you know bring the winnings back to calvin but you know also the winnings who gives a shit what was he gonna win maybe a hundred grand if he hit all three yeah who knows right it doesn't it doesn't make sense whatsoever it's just it's just so stupid yeah there's no sense to make out of it. That was one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever seen. I mean, he did sit out games last year for mental health reasons, so maybe that's his defense. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I mean, the the the, the league in their letter was even like, he sat down, he was forthright, he was this, he was that. And he was tweeting it anyways. Yeah. I, I feel badly for him. <clears throat> I, I have... I have I, have never lost $11 million before. I can't imagine what that feels like. Um, yeah, dude, uh, I mean, I mean, you have like what? Uh, three to 11 year, you know, earnings window. If you're lucky in the NFL and you just, yep. you just blew one of, one of those for 11 million. Ugh, you, I, you, you, I do feel bad for him because he's obviously not an intelligent person. Yeah, nah, he Damn. fucked this one up good. He fucked this one up good, dummy. God, I was I was sitting there like yesterday, looking at my page, and and the Calvin Ridley stuff just didn't. All the all the jokes just were. They were just they they were just taken so quickly, and there weren't that many. And it was there was a couple good templates out there, and there was just there there was a couple good jokes. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've got nothing to add here. And then I started like really kind of questioning. I'm like, because anytime that happens, and anytime like something happens where it's like, man, I should be posting a lot about this, and it just and I just kind of let the pitch go by. I always sit there and go, you know, I'm going into year seven of this Let's see 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 20 this will be year seven like am i you know can i can i still do it do i have it do i still have that gear and then the seahawks dismantle their team and turns out <laughs> i still have things to say still so, got it still got it I thought I had a good day today. Yeah. So, uh, Doug, did you see the new Batman? Oh, you yeah. Went by, you went by yourself? Yep. I have not seen it. Do we want to talk about it? I have not seen it either, but it's like... it's Don't, uh, don't spoil no, it for me. Do his parents die? Spoiler-free review. <laughs> <laughs> Super dark. Great. Uh, even more grounded than like the Dark Knight series. Great. Um, every character is awesome. Great. Oddly wow. enough, Colin Farrell as the Penguin was my favorite. He's awesome. Yeah. Which uh, I also, which also, want, actually, I thought about this as I need to ask you guys. Like, Colin Farrell is an actor I've kind of done a 180 on. Like, I used to hate that guy, but now I'm I'm kind of a fan. I've all, I think I've always liked him. I don't think I ever didn't like him. Why didn't you like him? I don't know. Just, uh, I just a couple movies. He's just not a good effort acting, but like but the last Bru- like I think in Bruges, like last, or... yeah, that's that's one of the movies I was gonna say. Like, like that's kind of started turning me around. But he's awesome. 
but well, it's so really good. It's Farrell, just super. Farrell was Farrell yeah. was like slammed down our throats as like yeah, the new the Tom next, Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. and it's like the next handsome action star guy, and like he didn't even seem like he wanted to be that guy. And now that he's like done more kind of like, you know, he's wearing more makeup, he's doing more character stuff, he's doing like smaller parts and stuff, like, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. But he he was great as the penguin. I'm pretty sure he's gonna get like his own HBO Max spin-off show about him like coming to power as the penguin, which would be awesome. Fuck yeah. Um but yeah it, it was it was really good. I, I gotta go see it again. I don't know if I'm ready to put it in front of like there's a lot of people saying it's the best Batman. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to crown it as the best Batman movie. Um, but it's three hours long. Great. Which it I mean it does move well. It's, it's pace the pace of it is fine, but it's still three hours. It's a long time. I fucking love long movies. Yeah. I don't know why everybody hates them. Now if it's bad three hours, yeah, of course it's terrible. But regardless of quality, my wife at the ninety at at about the seventy five minute mark starts going, How much is left in this movie? And completely, every time com- completely ruining it. We just we push the button on the thing and and if we find out that it's like twenty minutes to a half hour, then she'll stick around for it if it's like another hour and a half there's no fucking way and it's just like okay go to sleep and uh, and i will stay up till one o'clock watching it but um yeah it would take her it would take her three weeks to watch this movie once it hits hbo max well it's gonna be there in like super quick they said i think middle april oh yeah i i want to see this one in the theaters though they're at, like, yeah yeah but dude honestly like I saw it almost a week ago, and I've 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 spent a good portion between now and then thinking about it. Like it's on my mind. It's it's crazy. It's uh, you guys know who David Fincher is? Have you seen like that yeah. Zodiac movie and mm-hmm. Seven? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more like that than a comic book movie. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Almost like a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Which it's a, like, like part of me is like, it's really good, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm gonna see it again. But like, uh, it doesn't, it, it's like, doesn't feel like a Batman movie kind of thing. Doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, like I said, super grounded, and it's a detective movie. Um, and it's like, dude, he's like, it's like ninety percent Batman, ten percent Bruce Wayne. There's like almost no Bruce Wayne. Interesting. Yeah. I guess there's, there's, we don't need to, we don't need any, we don't need any more, we don't, there's nothing else to learn about Bruce Wayne at this point, right? Yeah, and that's kind of part of the plot too. You guys got to see it. We can talk yeah. more about it, but. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to probably go see, do one of my 10 dude, p.m. like, I liked it. It's, it's good. I don't know if it's the best, but dude, I, I like, I, I've been obsessed with it for the last week, like. So, can't so stop better about than it. dark, better than Dark Knight Returns, Dark Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, going into this movie, my I had the OG eighty nine Batman number one, Dark Knight number two as my uh, and it's what? it's up there with those three, those two. So okay, so it's it's okay, so 
And where do, do you have? Where's what's the next three Batman movies for you after those two? Uh, probably Batman Begins, Batman Returns, and then Dark Knight Rises. Okay, so better than Dark Knight Rises, better than I, Batman I, uh, Begins. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's tough. I I I, I didn't I love Rises. Go, I have to go with the trilogy. <laughs> I feel like the trilogy is one, like in one movie. Yeah, like, see, that's the go... thing too. It's like it's hard to say, like, oh, Robert Pattinson's the best Batman. It's like, dude, he's got the. Let's see how the next, you know, two movies go. But he did an awesome job. Like, the guy's a good actor. Like, he does I, a lot. Of, he I does a lot see. of acting with his, like, you know, his eyes in this movie, just because he's wearing the mask the whole time. But, but yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. I enjoyed it. That's good to hear. At least I didn't fucking blow it. That would have been a travesty. Yeah. It, it's definitely like, I think that was another good thing about it too. It's like, holy shit, like Warner Brothers actually let like a director make the movie he wanted to make. Like you could tell this Matt, this Reeves guy made the movie he wanted to make. So that was cool about it too. Oh, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, I was not stoked for it. I'm like, I'm, I was, I, I, I just was like, we're coming off the, Best, like you can't series of the best yeah. front to back series of Batman where they actually told kind of a beginning to end story. Batman was young. Batman got the Batman fights Joker. Batman gets old. Like and then and then followed by the Affleck, which I don't even fucking count. Right, like it's and, and I didn't mind in those movies. I didn't mind him. He was awesome. No. I thought. Dude, I thought. I thought, yeah, Affleck, I thought he was, was the awesome best part of those movies. Um, those movies weren't like those movies weren't good because of how they were put together. They were just chopped up. Yeah, they're not bad because of his effort. I, I don't. But think. Justice League, the the what's the what's them all call cut was really good. Zack Snyder cut, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, Snyder I, cut was great. Yeah, the, the, the Snyder cuts for all of them were were significantly better, and it's like it's just. It was just a, like they're doing another one. Like we got to kind of let this go for a little bit, guys. Well, no, they were gonna do a uh, like Affleck was supposed to direct and star in a in a Batman movie, and uh, apparently, Warner I don't know what happened, but he ended up not doing it. So they gave it to this guy, and he's like, "All right, I'm making my whatever Batman movie I want to make. I'm not doing your, you know, I'm not making a part of the DC extended universe. I'm making so my this- Batman movie." Is there, specific, is there a specific like run of comics or movies that this is, or like a previous movie <clears throat> this is based off? Is this like the yeah, year Batman one year, Yeah, Batman Year One and then The Long Halloween. And then there's like two other comic books, they said. Because the, the, the animated Batman movies are so fucking good. Some of them are so fucking good. I know, dude. I've watched. I've watched like one a night since I saw the movie. <laughs> dude, like the... the um... Have you seen the Hush one? No, not yet. Watch that one. All right. Like the killing joke. I just um, watched that one. That one's insane. And like the the dark uh, the Dark Knight Rises one, what there's like a two parter. Yeah, I got that like, one next. It's old Batman. And these are the animated ones you guys are talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never been. Dude, they're so fucking good, dude. That, yeah. Dude, they're awesome. They're legit. Like and and because they're 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 like basically like either R or like NC seventeen like like in the in the dark in the Dark Knight Rises 
animated one. There's it's a two parter. And if I'm thinking of the right movie, Batman's old, kind of like he is in Dark Knight Rises, right? But he's yeah. old. He's old and thick, and just fucking. He's got like he's just grown man. He's got grown Batman strength, like Affleck. Right, and yeah. he is. He's like breaking people's arms and like he's like killing people like the 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 pacifist batman that's just like i'll just disarm them shit is completely out the window this is like a mentally ravaged batman that is just like over it and is just abusing people it's fucking it's fucking cool they're like they're they're all on hbo max but i've watched a bunch of them and i started watching young justice Dude, that's a sick animated show that I never knew about. I think it was apparently on like 10 years ago. Well, I started to really appreciate it with, um, what did you guys recommend, Doug? The the animated anti-superhero movie. Oh, um, I know. Invincible? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... Did you see there's a... Amazon has... Uh, a new animated series about the boys on there. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's called like Diabolical or Diabolic or something like that. But it's like it's the boys, but animated. So this animated one, not Joe, you'd recommend? Is that is that the Dark Knight? Dude, just watch all of those. Like honestly, I've I've just been kind of watching, just picking random ones. They're all good. Like there's one where he's like a. He's like in a different time period in Japan fighting the Joker. Like there's so there's some really crazy ones. Um, but there was a couple that I was like, I kind of watched just because, like I saw it kind of had to do with stuff like in the new Batman. That's Batman dude. Soul of the Dragon, probably right. Something like that. I don't. I can't remember, dude. But there's so many. There's so, there's a ton of them on there. I've been watching a bunch of them. But the movie, definitely go see it. Hush? Was that good? Yeah, that's the one I just watched. Watch and that then, one before you go see uh, the movie. Okay. And then have Batman you, the have Dark you watched Knight Returns? Ones, Doug? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I not, mean, I watched Joe. like the ones. Is it that... the Dark Knight Returns? That's it, yeah. There's yeah, like a I've... part one and part two. Yeah. Okay. 2012, huh? <clears throat> now 55 years old comes out of retirement. Yeah, that's that's it. Huh. And 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 in one of those it's also the Batman kills Superman storyline. Oh, really? Yeah. I like they're they're I'm I'm probably mixing I might be mixing one of them up but like it was like it starts out with like the Were you Dark guys Knight, the- and then it goes, and then part two is like the Batman kills Superman storyline. Huh. Were you guys into comic books when you were kids? Not at all. I remember when, you know, the death of Superman, when that comic came out, I had it somewhere. I bought one and unwrapped it, and one I had still wrapped somewhere. I don't know where the fuck happened to that. But that's probably worth something. I also remember when it came out because it was even like at the grocery store. Like it it wasn't, it was like, I remember being like, or like, at least it was like on the magazines that were in the checkout aisle kind of thing. Like, 
Was it really? It was, it was like a thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. But no, I just never got into. I never got into comic books. I like I collected them for like a a summer, and I've got like the first ten Beavis and Butthead comics. Okay. Um, but like you know, I wasn't. I didn't ever take them out of their wrapping. I never read any of them. Like it wasn't. It was just a stupid kind of. Well, yeah, I guess I'll collect comic books for a fucking summer. Hmm. One summer. But no. No. Um, <laughs> No, no, yeah. No, I don't think I've ever read a comic in my life. I even bought, I bought the the graphic novel, the Killing Joke, the 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 book version of that, and it's still in its wrapping. I haven't even opened that. Um, but like I was trying, like I've I've tried to do that, and I just kind of haven't. It just hasn't stuck. Yeah, this one, I mean, just seeing the new movie kind of sparked my interest in watching all these animated movies on HBO Max. Just because, dude, this movie, I mean, they're, you know, they're doing the same thing every franchise. They're building their own world. So I, I just feel like we're going to see a ton of movies and HBO Max shows off this. It's going to be a big deal. Stoked. I'll sure. probably I should see it. See this it. Week. I, I expect I'll see it by the next time we pod. I like it. So, um, Trevor, uh, is it hockey corner time? It's not up to me. It's up to Doug. All right. We're deep. We are deep. And I've been to about four hockey games in the past two weeks. And I still can't say enough about how terrible (laughs) orange county hockey fans are they're terrible it's 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 such a shame where i when i grew up i was going to the coliseum as an islander fan and the coliseum they call it the barn is this old dirty small ass building that's terrible but that place fucking shakes it literally moves when it's full of people and they're standing and they're screaming and that's what that was my that's my standard to live games and i come here and i love hockey i love watching hockey going to a a live hockey game in my opinion is one of the best live sports experiences you can you can go to and man the fans are just fucking awful they're more into like the game like the 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 kiss cam and the shit that's going on on the on the megatron or on the you know what the what do you call it the, the jumbo works too. Yeah, the yeah. jumbo There we go. The big Megatron. TV looking thingy. Yeah, they're more interested in that shit than they are in the game. If if they don't score three goals, you know, to to keep them interested, they all they're all leaving. You know, mid third period, win or lose, it's just it's it's tough to see, and it echoes the same thing that happens at Angel Stadium. And I typically only try to go to Angel Stadium for Yankee games, but oh, it's terrible. And if, and you get like that San Diego, the Charger feel, I shouldn't say San Diego, the LA Charger feel of it being a 50-50 split of, of uh, away fans, right? And I'm an Islander fan. We, we don't really travel. I don't really find the contingent anywhere. But I went to an Islander game a couple weeks ago, and the Islander fans were on their feet the entire time cheering. Yes, we won 4 nothing, But 
you know, it was tough. I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing, uh, my nine year old roommate with me to these games, you know, to, uh, to kind of engage with her and, uh, and, 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 and get her into hockey. She seems to like it. And, and just, this is the fan experience that she knows. And it's Tre- Trevor's actually an orphan guys. He, he lives in an orphanage with a bunch of nine year olds. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I hate to start, start off hockey corner. It's, it's, it, this is, this will be pretty high energetic. I just, I just always have to talk shit on, uh, on orange County and Southern California sports fans. It's just, uh, well, speak I mean, on them. let's, let's get into the good things that happened in hockey this week then. Well, <laughs> everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.